Welcome to AT Parenting Survival Podcast, where you get support and guidance through the chaos of parenting. Here's your host, child therapist, Natasha Daniels. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. Today, I have a little bit of a different type of topic to talk to you about. We're going to be talking all about our own anxiety and our own self-care. It's a really important topic because I have learned lately that if I'm not okay, I really can't be there for my kids. And actually, since I recorded this episode, I started to have some pretty big health problems um, around uh, my stomach and we won't get into my issues, but it really, it kind of knocked me off my feet. And for a little while, I was really just for the last few days was not able to function. And so this came at a really good time because I need to do some radical changes um, due to some health issues. And I invited Hillary. Hillary Rank is a health and wellness coach. And I've had her on the podcast before. And whenever I want to talk about health or self-care, she is really the person I reach out to. And she has a program called the Balanced Effect Training, and she is a health and wellness coach for women over 40, which I really like because it's specific to women who are going through life changes. And she helps women get out of that kind of like that frumpy, frustrated, over 40 trap that we all feel like we're in. And she helps us look fit and fabulous and start to think and look and feel happy again and healthy again, which I really like. And I've been meaning to kind of focus on myself for a while. And I didn't think that her having, having her on the show was actually going to motivate me to do something. (laughs) I just thought we'll talk about hormones and how hormones play a role in parental anxiety, because I think that's often overlooked. I think a lot of times we think that all of our stress and our anxiety is coming from just the situation of raising kids with anxiety or OCD. And a lot of times we forget that there are other things that can play into that. And that hormones are a big factor in our mood instability and our, our anxiety or depression or our fatigue and all the things that we often just attribute to the stress of what's going on in our household. And so Hillary is going to talk to us about how hormones play a role and how once you hit your mid thirties, or even she said your late twenties, that hormone shifts start to happen. And for some of us, myself included, um, it's a big shift and it, it greatly impacts your ability to function. And so hormones are not my only issue. I have a lot of, uh, stomach issues, autoimmune issues run in my family. So inflammation, uh, my daughter has celiac My sister has Crohn's and I'm waiting for my appointment, but it doesn't look good. So um, autoimmune issues and inflammation are a huge issue in my family and hormonal issues are a big thing too, because as I talk about in her episode, it's very common in my family to go into perimenopause as well. But she talks about how hormone issues impact people across the board. And a lot of us um, can be physically impacted and mentally impacted by our hormones. So before we get started, I do want to say, um, that this is not, this is psychoeducational. It's actually not even psychoeducational today. It's medical, but it's, it's just educational and it is not meant to replace medical advice. So please consult with your doctor before doing any changes. And if you hear anything that is concerning for you, definitely seek out a medical professional in your area for further advice and support. 
So you will hear at the end of the podcast with Hillary that I get so motivated that I, um, I do something kind of crazy. So listen to the end and hear what I offer, um, because that was kind of spontaneous and, um, I'm hoping that you'll join me and you'll see what I'm talking about after the podcast. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Hillary Rank. Well, I want to welcome Hillary to the show. I've had Hillary on before, and she's kind of my go-to expert on mind, body, and health for us women. So thank you so much for coming back on, Hillary. Oh, it was my pleasure. I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, I love talking to you too. And <laughs> I, I, I talk a lot about, or maybe I should talk more about self-care, you know, that I feel like if we don't take care of ourselves, how, how can we be expected to take care of our kids? It's a whole like oxygen on yourself first mentality. And so I invited you back on because, um, well, one, personally, I'm experiencing this. So there's a personal aspect to this, but I think that a lot of us who are listening, you know, are in our thirties or forties and, you know, our kids are struggling and we're finding that our own anxiety is revving up. And I think a lot of times, this is a big introduction, but I'm sorry, but I think a lot of times we, we just chalk it up to having anxious kids and we don't zoom out and look at the possibility that our hormones and our, maybe just our mind-body connection in general, but we'll talk about hormones today, are really impacting our level of stress and anxiety. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you want me to start off talking about the relationship between hormones and anxiety? That would be actually a great place to start. Okay. So you, you kind of hit, started hitting on an important point. Um, hormones control the way we look, think, and feel. And we were talking about this before we went live, um, that most women pay little attention to their hormones unless they're trying to get pregnant. And then they're only, you know, focusing on like when they're ovulating or things like that, or maybe in menopause, because, you know, absolutely this is the end of our fertility and there's lots of, um, not fun symptoms like hot flashes, weight gain, no sex drive, and mood swings. But not understanding your hormones at any age as a woman is a big mistake, especially if you're suffering from a lot of anxiety. So let me explain it because um, I want to kind of dive deep into how everything is interrelated in our body and um, your horm hormone imbalances could be causing anxiety, but then your stress could be in turn causing hormone imbalances, causing like a cycle that you can't get out of. So, yes. Yeah. So when we hit 35, um, we start the beginning of menopause. And it's actually, I mean, even in our 20s, our hormone production is declining, but it's so small that we don't really notice it. And, um, but when we hit about 35 and especially 40, things get crazy and that's perimenopause. It's when we have wild fluctuations in hormones and our cycles become unpredictable and we don't ovulate every month. And the really huge reason for this is our progesterone is lowering, which is the hormone that controls your ability to handle stress and your ability to calm yourself. So... 
Um, let me know if I'm going off too complicated, but no, it's, I'm fascinated. Okay. <laughs> like, let's so, tell me more. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk, I'm going to focus a lot on like a really common hormone imbalance and kind of talk about what symptoms that you would have and how this contributes to anxiety. So as I said, your progesterone is lowering and this is your, this, the hormone that, you know, handles your ability or excuse me, controls your ability to handle stress. And then it's, further complicated by chronic stress and having a to-do list a mile long and perhaps having an anxious child that takes a lot of your energy and time. And that elevates your stress, which means it's elevating your cortisol level. And this is your stress hormone. So um, I'm going to talk about why that's not good. So progesterone is the pre-hormone to cortisol. Do you want me to talk about what the major hormones are for women or do you just want me to continue on this vein? I would continue with what you're saying. Okay. I'm like, go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so progesterone is the pre-hormone to cortisol and your body is going to make your stress hormone cortisol no matter what. But when you're stressed, your body uses cortisol faster than your body produces it. So it needs to get more from somewhere. And it takes the cortisol from your pre-hormones called, um, called pregnenolone and progesterone. Your body steals the progesterone by stopping your pregnenolone from making more cortisol, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's basically stealing your progesterone to like create the stress hormone over and over and over. And then the more cortisol you have, it blocks your progesterone receptors. So your mood worsens, your stress resilience drops, you feel anxious and you can't calm yourself down. You might have lots of fluid retention and breast tenderness and just in general feel rotten. Yeah. That's so fascinating. And so it's kind of, it goes in both directions. Yes. So, this so cycle. Right. Your, your hormones don't exist in isolation and any outside influence that you have um, in the form of stress is going to disrupt your hormones. Yeah. So it's, they're feeding into each other. So right. what are the symptoms of this? I'm sure I have them all. <laughs> yeah. um, well, yes, I want to like, I'll first go into the signs of low progesterone and then I'm going to explain how um, having low progesterone causes even other symptoms. So Signs of low progesterone are agitation and PMS, having cyclical headaches, so headaches around your period, painful and swollen breasts, irregular main, menstrual cycles, heavy and painful periods, bloating, disrupted sleep, and poor coordination. And the symptoms I said before, kind of anxious and not able, just having less patience than you used to have. Okay. So, yeah, I got all those. <laughs> Well, so I'm more extreme anyway, not that this is a podcast about me, but you know, everybody in my family, um, gets perimenopause really early. And so, um, we start, we want, we go into full menopause by the end of our thirties. Wow. Yeah. So super severe. Um, Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Not fun. All those symptoms and more. So, well, I also feel like being a type A person like me, and I think we're a little bit similar in that way, um, we just tend to be a little bit more tightly wound, which results in stress and anxiety, and that just exacerbates these this whole cycle. Yeah, it does. So for starters, where do women start if they feel like they're having these hormonal issues? 
Well, before I go into that, I want to explain a little bit more about what happens when you have low progesterone and then kind of like the, um, oh gosh, the waterfall effect it has on other hormones. So when you have low progesterone, that means that you're going to have more estrogen. You're going to have estrogen dominance, which has its whole like host of problems as well. And so some symptoms of that are headaches, again, rapid weight gain, mood swings, irritability, PMS, and depression, ovarian cysts, breast cysts, endometriosis, Um, again, the heavy and painful periods, and sleep issues. So, and then it's going to cause a lot of inflammation in your body, which just kind of makes your body hurt. And inflammation is a precursor to cancer and a lot of serious diseases. So it's so, so important that we address booster of progesterone and then flush out this extra estrogen that's hanging around in our body to make us look, think, and feel better. So um, back to your question. Did you say where do we get, where do, where do you get started with resolving these issues? Yeah. So I guess it's a two-pronged question because, I mean, I wonder if some people are going to be like, well, how, how do I know I'm having some hormone imbalance? And then what do I do about it? Okay. Well, if you, if any of those symptoms seem like you, I I mean, for instance, like I've been an anxious person since I've been a child. So if that's something that, you know, you just are anxious, I mean, one symptom in isolation, it doesn't necessarily indicate that you have a hormone imbalance, but it's, you know, all, you know, several of these symptoms together, or you were never an anxious person. And all of a sudden you are, you know, you don't feel like, you know, yourself anymore. It's like overnight, something's changed. You know, something's off, but you don't know what it is. That is most likely hormone imbalance. So for someone wanting to address these issues, um, I, I take a holistic approach because for me trying to treat these um, imbalances and isolation did not work. And it absolutely made my situation worse. I found if you want to solve hormone imbalance, you need to get it at the root cause of why you're having these imbalances. And that means healing body systems that are a little bit deeper than just hormones. So for women, um, our liver function and our gut function have a huge impact on how we methylate or we process hormones. And if you, if you have a sluggish liver and gut dysfunction, you're never going to be able to balance your hormones. And it might make it worse if you start taking bioidentical hormones or hormone replacement therapy. So, um, we can think of our liver as like a sieve. Everything passes through the liver in our body, including toxins, our hormones, vitamins, minerals, nutrients, everything. And um, if you're having a lot of these symptoms, most likely you're having liver dysfunction. And a lot of the normal things that we do as Americans in this society are really bad for our liver and our gut function. So um, birth control, which is like a, which are synthetic hormones, A lot of the daily use products that we use, like body washes, makeup, um, laundry detergent, um, lotions, did I say that already, perfumes, Mm -hmm. they contain um, synthetic 
something called xenoestrogens, which mimic, they're like a synthetic estrogen, which are going to further increase your toxic load. And if your liver is not functioning, you cannot get rid of all this stuff. Um, so the first step is, is removing the toxins from your life. So using organic natural products, changing your laundry soap, Stop using plastics for your food and leftovers or plastic bags using glass instead. Um, so clean that up and then fleshing out the estrogen by getting good quality exercise, not too much and not too little, and healing your gut. So taking out foods that are inflaming you and seeing how your body reacts because a lot of us walk around with low levels of inflammation from our diet, but we don't even realize it. So going on an elimination diet, taking out the top allergenic foods and then adding them back in and seeing how you feel is a good step in kind of pinpointing if you have gut dysfunction or something is causing a lot of inflammation in your body. Yeah. I feel I like, like I've revamped my whole lifestyle. <laughs> Well, it does get overwhelming. It really does get overwhelming because, you know, when I first started learning about this stuff, it's like, I'm like, what? Okay, first you want me to stop eating like all these foods that I grew up with that I view as comfort. Then you want me to change like every single beauty product that I use. And so it's important to try not to like get overwhelmed with all this and just start small with some things. And then work up to it and see how you feel. Yeah, because I think when when you start to list all those things, it can feel like, oh my god, oh my yeah. gosh, I can't do all that. Yes, just forget it. I won't do anything. And right, then, and you get frozen. Yeah, because I listen to that and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Oh, and then she's <laughs> attacking the plastic and <laughs> oh god, yes, I know. So um, you know, definitely in, in my, I have a program for women um, called the Balance Effect. And in the program, we take you step by step, three phases. So you're taking baby steps into changing the things that really matter to balance your hormones instead of taking it like drinking from the fire hose, which I guess I'm kind of giving right now, but I'm trying to give a high level overview. Yeah. Um, taking those baby steps, take, you know, getting support and taking you by the hand so you don't get paralyzed in yeah. trying to change things. Yeah. And it's like anything else. Like even when we're trying to attack anxiety, you know, when I talk about that, we talk about the big picture, but we, then we talk about like the baby steps, like one, yes. one change at a time or one victory at a time. It doesn't have to be everything. Yeah. Cause I think, I think when you're younger or at least, okay, we'll talk about my perspective. You know, you look at people who are all organic or they're, you know, yes. using glass or they're wanting to use natural products. And I just, there's, there's a tendency and I'll just speak from my own personal aspect. There's a tendency to just put that in like the category of like, you know, they're just really Whack. extreme. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think of a nice word, you know, like they're just very green and that's great. Right. It's not who I am. But then as like, I'm coming close to 47 now and, you know, having been, we'll just talk about my personal life, you know, having been menopausal for actually a really long time, which for 47 yeah. is really weird, probably since 40, maybe even a little bit before then seeing the physical stuff that you're talking about really play out now in right. my body, you know, like where I am carrying a lot of weight, I am fatigued, you know, I have muscle aches, you know, I am more anxious than I normally am sometimes for no reason, because even if you do have a predisposition to anxiety or a history of anxiety, 
it, it kind of comes out of the blue um, in a different right. sort of way. So all those symptoms, I mean, check to all of those for me, makes you realize that, wow, like doing these changes and even slowly and getting coached on it yeah. can be a life altering experience. Absolutely. And I have to be frank. I mean, I, there are people I see who I know what they're doing will absolutely like create like this absolutely perfectly healthy life, but it's like so extreme. Like I can't, I personally can't adhere to that. And that's why, you know, I really want to take like a realistic look on what you can do to improve how you look and feel without going overboard. And I mean, we, we, when you're like a busy working woman in her forties, I mean, all of this stuff is like, it can, it's just unrealistic. And even some of the things that my doctor says, I'm like, Oh, well, that would be great. But, um, it's just not realistic for me. So, yeah. which I, like, it's nice to hear, hear you say that, you know, as, as a coach and someone who does, who has this great program, I think that that's always been my fear is mm-hmm. um, I don't want to sign up for anything and I don't want to get into anything because one, I've done the, the yo-yo diets and that's really, it just seems like that's not addressing the issue. No. And yet when I go all the way in the other direction, you know, I have a GI appointment scheduled, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I'm having gastro, you know, intestinal yeah. issues. It's like, well, that's just still one arm of it. And so mm-hmm. seeing that you cover the whole thing and you have the mentality of, we're going to go one step at a time. I'm not going to be preachy or judgy or tell you to change your whole life upside down. Um, I think that those, to me, those are the barriers that a lot of people have with joining a program. You know, it's just like, I've already been in these programs and they make me feel guilty and then I drop out. Right. And I know that we're not focusing on that, but that's where the balanced mindset comes in. Um, A lot of the reasons why we don't stick with things is because our limiting self-beliefs and our constant negative self-talk and telling ourselves that we can't do it or nothing works for us actually stops us from being consistent with the things that actually could make a change. It's just that we're not seeing huge changes right away. So we take that as proof that it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. But the only way, like as we talk though, it's a catch 22. I mean, if you try to make insane changes like this complete overhaul, like it's just so overwhelming that you're not going to be able to stick with it. Yeah. And then you go back to your old ways because it's just easier, yep. you know, and right. instead of yeah. attacking the mindset and the lifestyle changes with someone who's not going to judge you and is going to take you one step at a time, I think that'd be more successful. Yeah. Exactly. So right. with hormone issues, you change a lot of those things. What would be some first steps if someone was feeling like, you know, she's and obviously, you know, this is not medical advice. So, and I'm sure I'll say that no. in the intro as well, you know, go seek out mm-hmm. your whatever medical professional you work with. But if you feel like you have these things, like right. what's, what would be the first step? Well, I mean, there's a few things, but I think you really need to take a three prong approach and look for some kind of practitioner that understands the body as a system is not treating just like these symptoms in isolation. Um, If you're having hormone imbalance, you very likely are having a sluggish liver, which is caused by basically the standard American diet and a lot of stress. And as I said, the, um, 
the toxic ingredients that are in a lot of our daily use products. So the first step is healing your liver and, you know, slowly try to replace your beauty products with, um, you know, more natural products, start trying to eat more organic foods, fruits and vegetables, and um, reducing caffeine and alcohol. <gasps> I know. <laughs> Don't touch my coffee. I know. And then, so, and then the second step is healing your gut. You can't heal your gut if you're not, if you don't clean out the, um, the filter of everything in your body. So work on healing your gut and then take the steps to heal your hormone imbalance. And if that means, you know, some bioidentical hormones or something like that, so be it. But really look for someone who's taking this whole systemic, holistic approach instead of just like, saying, okay, you can get, you know, just like take a cream or a hormone and then be done with it. I, that is not going to get like the whole overall changes that you would like. Yeah. And it's so true. Um, because you know, a few years ago I went to my doctor and I think actually now they say they're integrative, but I don't know. And, you know, tested my hormones and they were like, she's like, you should be like 60. <laughs> you know, She actually yeah. didn't even believe that I had some hormone issues. I'm like, this was a while ago. I was like, no, trust me. This runs in my family. Please test me. And then she thought that the labs were wrong because they were just so ridiculously bad. Mm. And she did. She gave me a cream and she brought back my period. And I was like, okay, that's something that was like the only bonus. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was it. And I stopped using the cream. It just made me feel like, you know, okay, I have all these symptoms. Plus now I have my period. And then I was back to square one. So I love right. how you're looking at all of these different aspects and lifestyle changes too. So getting someone who um, understands all that balance. Yes. Yes. And I mean, it did take me personally a long time to even learn all of this because I re I, I'm not going to get into my whole history, but I mean, now I, I recognize I've had hormone imbalance since my twenties and had no idea. And it was actually the answer to a lot of my health issues, like difficulty getting pregnant, having complications in my pregnancy, all sorts of things. Wow. And I have, I've had all that too. So that's mm -hmm. crazy. So can you go into your program a little bit more and what it entails? Sure, sure. So I help women over 40 transform their bodies and their lives so they're able to live a life of joy and vitality. And I that really can't happen unless you have three the three pillars of my program working all together in synchronicity. So um, we go it's three prong. It's pillar number one is balanced mind and self-care. Pillar number two is balanced hormones through nutrition, which a lot of what we, we talked touched on that today, and then balanced strength, finding the right type of exercise and the right amount that will actually change your body in your 40s instead of just causing more hormone imbalances and um, causing you to waste your time in the gym without seeing any results. Yeah, I love that. That sounds so good. So, and you do have a training that people can access for free, yes. right? Sure. Yes. Um, so I have a free training that goes over more in depth about the balanced effect methodology and I'll give you the link. So it's totally free and you can just, um, you can access it from your mobile phone or from your computer and just take a few minutes and watch it and, and find out more. That's awesome. And I'll leave links below too. Uh, so is your program 
Um, can people enroll in that at any time or is that like certain periods of time? It's any time and it's an online group coaching program. Okay. So I have found that is for me, um, online coaching has just kind of changed my life as being a busy working woman over 40, you know, finding the time to actually get the coaching and learn what you need to do is hard when you've got so many things that you're juggling. So it's an online program. Um, there's group coaching calls that are through just exactly what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. So we still see each other face to face, um, but we're just not in the same room. And then I have a course. So all the materials and meal plans, workouts and workout demos is housed in one area that they can access anytime. Okay. I love that. So I have a radical idea. We did not talk about this, <laughs> so, but you inspired me. So see how good that is. Great. Um, I, I would love to join your program and okay. um, Hillary and I did not talk about this. I'm not an affiliate for her program at all. <laughs> um, I just had her come on, but I, so I completely need this. Like this is like not rocket science. Um, so I'm going to join your program and then oh, wow. I know. Great. <laughs> Cause I, I just need to, I need to be disciplined and I need someone to walk me through it, but I need someone to walk me through it. Who's not going to be like judgy mm -hmm. and so that I feel, and I, and it, I need someone who covers all of like the different aspects of my life, not just, you know, my diet or like my hormones. It's just the whole, or just exercise, you know, cause I was thinking about joining like, um, like a meal plan. And then I was like, Oh, and maybe I'll get like a bike in my house. And then it just seems so like ad hoc and it would just, yeah. I need someone to like systematically help walk me through it. And so, yeah, we didn't talk about this, but I'm like, okay, I have to join her program. <laughs> That's but awesome. I also, I wanted, yeah, so I will do that. Okay. But I also want to, I want to throw something out there to the women that listen with me that know me, but maybe I don't know them, that if, if people email me and they want to join too, that I could create like a separate private Facebook group for AT parents who are going through your program so that we can kind of have our own little like cheerleading support group. Now, oh, I may not okay. get any emails, but it would be really cool to actually do it with other people um, right. you know, who are raising anxious kids and, you know, who are in my world, but just as a weird thing that we just do together. So people can email me at anxious at yahoo.com. Just put in the subject line, Hillary's program because my assistant will like, you know, see emails and she'll reply to stuff. And so that one will be forwarded to me. And then, um, if I get enough people, like if I get five or more, cause I don't want to start a private Facebook group of two people, that'd be weird. It would like increase my social anxiety. <laughs> but <laughs> if, I, if I get five or more people, I'll create the private Facebook group okay. and we'll do it together, um, as like our mini group. And then we'll, you know, obviously I'm sure you have I, a group and stuff. And we'll I do. Yes. So there's a Facebook group for the women in the program, but that's awesome. That yeah. A little subgroup just of the AT parents, but yes. Um, so that's out there and I'll put links because, uh, yeah, I was thinking I need something. Not that this podcast is about me. But, um, <laughs> it would be cool to go with a bunch of people who are starting at the same time and just our experiences. So awesome. Thank you so much well, for thank you. You know, sharing your information and inspiring at least one person. That's me. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> so where can people find it again? Your free program? Well, um, very easily if you do not, you know, if you're, if you're not able to click the link that Natasha is going to provide, my website is healthybyhillary.com and Hillary is spelled with one L. So 
that kind of can trip people up. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Healthy by Hillary um, and Instagram. And then I also have a free Facebook group for women over 40 called The New Evolution of Healthy Over 40. Okay. There's a lot of places and I'll get all yep. the links. And so email me um, if you're going to be joining, just email me with your receipt or something so that I know you're in there so that I don't create a Facebook group and, and I, it's just me in there. So thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you like always. And I'm sure we'll be talking again sometime. You will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Hillary. I was not planning on signing up for her program. <laughs> that was kind of a spontaneous thing and something that's really good for my health and something that I need to be doing for myself. But I hope that maybe you'll join me. It's always better when you're doing things with other people. So if you happen to also need to make some changes in your life, doesn't have to be as radical as mine. You can join her program. I'll leave a link below. Actually, let me give you the link in case you're listening on the radio. It is bit.ly slash balanced effect method. So that's bit.ly slash balanced effect method. And if you join and you want to be a part of the AT parenting little sub Facebook group that I will form if more than five or well, five or more people join. You can email me at anxious toddlers at yahoo.com and put Hillary pro Hillary's program in the subject line so that I know that that email is coming to me so that my assistant can send it to me. And if I get five or more people, I will create a Facebook group that we can go through it together. So I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to hit a star on iTunes. Every review helps and it lets other parents know that you find this valuable if you have a few extra seconds, if you can leave a review, I greatly appreciate it. And I appreciate it so much that I always end my show reading one of the reviews. So I want to thank Muffin Dragon, who wrote, thank you. I cannot thank you enough for all the amazing information and support. I especially appreciate that you mentioned how you have missed seeing these symptoms in your kids as you're so close and not as objective as you are in sessions. Hearing that has provided such relief for me as I beat myself up for not seeing symptoms at home when the same symptoms in clients are clear as daylight in sessions at work. Very grateful to have these podcasts and your dedication. Well, thank you for leaving that review. You know, what's interesting. I have a lot of therapists who follow me and listen to my work and are in my private Facebook group. And that is because one, we're parents just like you guys are. And it's hard when you're a mom and we see things as a mom and not as a therapist. So I want you to know muffin dragon, whatever your real name is, that you're completely not alone. I've even thought of maybe doing like a little sub Facebook group, um, like a mini Facebook group for therapists who are raising kids with anxiety and OCD, because I have so many of them in my large private Facebook group. So uh, thank you for leaving a review. If you have something that you want to say to share to other parents that will help them see the value in this podcast, I greatly appreciate it. And maybe I'll be reading your review next time. So don't forget to find the sparkle in everything you do. And I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Take care. Hi, I'm a mom of a daughter with OCD. I live in South Africa. Um, and it's a country that doesn't have a lot of resources for children's mental health and specifically OCD. I really was at my wit's end on how I'm going to support my child, how I'm going to do ERP, how I'm just basically going to 
to parent a daughter with OCD in a country that has little to no resources. And at times it got just debilitating for us as a family and I was super lonely, um, people weren't listening, I didn't have any support. The AT community has been an absolute lifesaver. Natasha has been instrumental in the past few months in helping us set up ERP challenges, going through them step by step, being supportive each and every step of the way. Joining the AT parenting community has been one of the best things I could have done for me and my family. Uh, Natasha has built this community and it is exceptional. I've learned so much, the support is fantastic. It's, it's just been life-changing for my daughter. Um, it's so nice to be able to ask her live questions in office hours. She's there, she responds. Uh, her live videos every week where she asks us what we need her to talk about. Uh, also her forums, again, where you can ask questions. She's on there all the time. She is very present. The resources she has provided, the worksheets. Uh, there are so many things in this AT parenting community that are beneficial. Natasha gives you so much of her time and her expertise. She's there to answer your questions, so it's such a personal way of getting help and support when it's much needed. Personally, the community has helped me because I feel like I needed my support. And then you have the added bonus of this fantastic community of parents who are going through such similar things and suddenly you're empowered and have ways of accessing help and making a real difference to your family. And also just the support of all the other moms and dads, it's really good, you know, we laugh together, we cry together, we fail together, we succeed together, um, and, and everybody gets it, everybody gets it, and it's such a nice community to be with, and I hope you join us, you won't be disappointed, try it out. To learn more about how you can become a member of the AT Parenting Community, go to atparentingcommunity.com.